life like this is what your life like try to live the life right people really know you push your buttons like type right this is like a hello everybody my name is ethan roberts and i want to welcome you to a very special edition of the spark plug podcast because today is the day that we talk kanye so with the release of his newest album jesus is king artist kanye west has launched himself into the spotlight and scrutiny of christian music the album is kanye's first full-on gospel rap record and only a second that is free of the explicit tag. The talk surrounding the album has largely revolved around what Christians should take away from the idea that someone like Kanye, an artist that has largely made explicit and secular music, has now put out an album that will likely have more reach to an audience than any Christian rapper that has come before. Uh, The conversion of himself and his music is sudden, surprising, and fascinating in many ways, and it has dominated a lot of conversations here at Grace College since the album dropped. Today we want to take a closer look at the album to really dive into the meaning of it and just be able to talk about a huge event in Christian culture in general. Uh, So today I've brought on two amazing guests to help me discuss. Joining me today are Grace students Jordan Weimer and Pierce Perry. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves a little bit to our listeners and tell them why you wanted to come on the show and talk about this new album? Yeah, uh, so my name is Pierce Perry. I'm a senior here at Grace College. Uh, I'm a biblical studies major with a minor in general business. Um... I think one of the biggest things to talk about this is because, I mean, it's Kanye West. It's someone that everyone knows, um, and he just had a really radical change in his entire life. And why not talk about it while the rest of the world's talking about it? So uh, I'm excited to talk about this with you guys. Yeah, my name is Jordan Weimer. I'm a fourth-year MDiv student at Grace College. Uh, Yeah, this album is unique. Uh, It is like nothing else that has come before as far as Kanye's music is concerned, so... If nothing else, I'm here to talk about, yeah, what this means uh, for Christian hip-hop culture and, and even just um, Christian culture in general. So I'm excited to discuss some of this. Awesome. We are we are so glad to have you both here today. Um, before we dive right into Kanye, we are just going to go over a little bit of general nonsense first. Do you guys have a favorite artist, just Christian or not? Favorite artist? Oh, that's really hard for me. Um I'm not going to say Kanye West right now, but uh, probably for me, someone that I've connected with the most has just probably just been Lecrae uh, and Andy Minio. That's probably the two tied. Uh, Lecrae and Andy ha- both have songs that have just really connected with me in a personal um, way. Uh, I think Andy's last album with one of his songs just kind of talks about the struggles of, of pornography and stuff like that, things I've gone through. So I definitely connected with them as artists. Um, so usually if I'm walking around campus with headphones, I have probably either Lecrae or Andy in my ears bumping. So that's sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think my taste for music has evolved over the years. So yeah, Lecrae and Andy are up there. I would say currently, uh, man, there's a few, I'd say Shy Lin. He's a Christian hip hop artist. He's uh, more on the fringe, not as, uh, maybe up, up in the spotlight as, uh, Lecrae, Andy reach records artists. Uh, but yeah, Shy Lin, he's, he's great. Uh, let's see who else I'm thinking beautiful eulogy uh, mm-hmm. once again not not super in the spotlight uh, but yeah they uh, they're great they're a, a team of a couple at least a couple pastors even so it's it's really cool to see art and theology come together and then another uh, non-hip-hop rap-esque uh, artist I'd say uh, citizens uh, formerly known as citizens and saints uh, yeah mm-hmm. I, I like their music they've done a lot of great covers of uh, even classic hymns so yeah those are some of my favorites mm-hmm. nice 
Uh, I would have to go with uh, King's Kaleidoscope is one of my favorite yes, bands sir. that I'm currently oh, listening to. They are so good. Uh, three years ago, they did a free concert at Grace, and I've been hooked ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, it was bumping. It was yeah, great. Was great. Um, and then probably on the hip-hop uh, Christian genre in general, I would go Andy Minio is one of my favorites. Uh, I would even say Aha Gazelle, but mm. I didn't, you know, don't know if we count him anymore Rip or not, Aha. but I love, I love Aha Gazelle. Um, he was too real. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, I'm assuming you're the person that you listen to the most usually goes along with your favorite artist. Oh, sure, um, yeah. So why do you enjoy these genres of music, either Christian hip hop or what genre of music do you enjoy in general the most? Yeah, I think for me, uh, so growing up, my mom wasn't really too strict on like what I listened to as a kid. So like I was listening to like the pop pits on the radio. So I think my first biggest draw was to hip hop. And I think it's just because it's upbeat. It's fun. Uh, it gets you hyped uh, playing sports. You know, there's always like that one song that you're playing while you're warming up. Um, and then also like growing up, I was like this weird group of kids that like we tried to like find like the most underground hip hop like that you like it was like from people like you like like you've heard of but they hadn't put released the music yet so like I can remember like I had a website that I'd go to and I would like use this is is proving my age but like I used LimeWire and like FrostWire <laughs> to like download it illegally um, and then like would put it on CDs because back then like it wasn't iPhones and stuff like that I'm just saying hey don't shake your head at me Jordan uh, <laughs> that's 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 hot like, that's tough but yeah so like I think hip hop um, I have appreciation for, for hip hop just in general not just like Christian hip hop but um, just hip hop in general like I listen to like Kendrick Lamar I listen to like guys in, the, in that uh, aspect I like deep lyrical like stuff like give me deep lyrical content over the hottest new beat that's you know on the song um, so I think hip hop was but I listen to anything like country uh, I even listen to like metal music occasionally. So when it, I just honestly, it's it's really a, whatever mood you're in. So yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, dude, I feel like I'm in like two genres, and that's like more uh, maybe what you would expect when you hear the word Christian music, and then and then yeah, hip hop. Yeah, Christian hip hop specifically. Uh, yeah, as as we may even get into, yeah, like I was not a Kanye fan like at all. I hadn't listened to any of his music, or at least I didn't really go out and seek it. You know, I've heard lyrics things like that but yeah i didn't really ever listen to any of his full albums before um but yeah so so christian hip-hop genre and why yeah i mean like i'm a i'm an emotional person so like i'm driven by emotions and like uh like a like a good beat that i can like bop to um all about so yeah so i think like just stylistically uh there's just something about hip-hop that's like yeah like i can ride to this Mm -hmm. so yeah i appreciate that and then yeah the artist i'd mentioned though yeah it's it's if it's just a beat, you know, I feel like that's empty. So, yeah, lyric lyrics are, are huge, and uh, and and the the way the way in which Christian hip hop and just Christian music in general has evolved, even recently over the past five ten years, is impressive. Mm. Uh, just as far as quality of production, things like that. Um, so yeah, Shylin, he he is talented. He's got a great vocabulary, even. So like, I learn new words when I listen to him, even. So like, yeah. it's an educational <laughs> experience. Uh, so yeah, he's great. And then similar with Beautiful Eulogy. And they and yeah, th- that music speaks to my heart a lot too, just as far as uh, some, yeah, like hurts and insecurities and a wrong uh, conceptions, misconceptions about God that I have that they address in a pastoral way, uh, and, but but also faithful to God's word. So yeah, these are, these are this music uh, lifts my soul to God. And, and that's, that's uh, 
largely the purpose of why I listen to what I listen to. Awesome. Awesome. Um, as far as I go, I, I love most genres of music. Um, I love rap. I love rock. I, I worked at a classic hits radio station for a long time and my dad loves eighties music. So I have a really deep love and appreciation for classic rock. Mm. Um, I also, I like secular rap as well. I like Kendrick Lamar. I love J Cole. No, Um, J Cole. I forgot about him. And part, part of the reason that I love that kind of stuff so much is because as an English major, we do a lot of deep dissecting Mm -hmm. of, of works of literature and if you really look at rap lyrics and start, you know, viewing it under those eyes, a lot of the lines that you first look at and you're like, oh, that, why is that in there? That's kind of trashy. When you look at it as a whole and when you start dissecting a lot of these rappers, there's a lot of hidden meanings and, and kind of messages that they're trying to send throughout that. And I think maybe there's an appeal to that for some people. Yeah. Um, but I, I really do like looking into the, the deeper side of the meaning of maybe words that don't at first seem like they're deep yeah dude yeah it's, it's very poetic yeah i think one, mm-hmm. one one other reason too like yeah i enjoy these i sometimes i joke about hip-hop and rap i'm like yo i'm getting more bang for my buck you know you can fit more words in a song with, with, with hip-hop <laughs> yeah. and rap yeah. so i'm like so yeah i love yeah. it you can get more content for in, in, in less amount of time so yeah. yeah that's good stuff man that's awesome all right so we are going to move on to the main topic of the night yes, which is kanye's jesus is king do you guys want to explain why you personally want to talk about this album uh yeah i think the biggest thing is obviously we're on a christian campus and um obviously we're also free to listen to like whatever music we want um and so i think the general consensus on campus or just in the christian world of hearing that kanye west is going to be making a gospel album okay well what does that mean um is it going to be like choirs you know like we've seen the videos of his sunday services and he's got choirs and a whole band or is it going to be like a rap album? You know, like what what exactly does he mean by a gospel album? And we've seen, I think we've seen in the past years, uh, for example, like Justin Bieber, uh, like Lauren Daigle, like two people, um, like you have, so you have Justin Bieber and like he's coming to faith and like, you know, he has Instagram posts about, you know, his faith and his struggles. And then like you have like Lauren Daigle, who in the past year has blown up within the secular world, appearing on Ellen, on Jimmy Fallon, on Jimmy Kimmel, late night TV. And then, you know, the, the world of Christian uh, is, or Christians are just like, why are you going into the secular world? Like, why are you going on Ellen? Like, Ellen believes in everything that we, like, are against. Uh, and so, but you have someone like Kanye West, who in the past year has been in the news, has publicly supported Donald Trump, and a lot of people didn't like that, um, has said some pretty crazy things. Um, and then all of a sudden, he comes out with this gospel album that, at first listen, you're like, this actually is really good. And like some of the things that he's saying is true. And, um, which we'll get into a little bit, uh, just some of those songs, but I think there's, it needs to be a conversation of what does the, what does the Christian world do when someone like Kanye West literally does a 180 in life and decides that he wants to take his faith seriously. He wants to, uh, you know, raise his family, uh, in, in a Christian environment. Um, so, and I think for me and Jordan, um, Jordan was my RA last year. So like that's one of the ways we connected was uh, just through music. And we've had conversations like this before. Um, so when it's like something that we both love, all three of us love hip hop and something that like, you know, something that's actually like a real thing. Um, like let's, let's talk about it. Let's not shy away from it. Let's actually dive into it and see like what we can do and uh, what we can learn from this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, man. 
Yeah, why do I want to talk about Kanye and this album, Jesus is King? <clears throat> Man, how can you not? Like, yeah, just like you were saying, Pierce, we have to we have to engage with this. To, to not do that is to, uh, yeah, cut ourselves off from a lot of potentially meaningful conversation. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, what an opportunity to be able to engage with culture. Uh, yeah, so, so why? Yeah, why this? Kanye, he is such a public figure uh and yeah in, in the in the world in general right uh, and then and then when you come out with an album entitled Jesus is King well now you're now you're talking about a a subset of people right this isn't popular culture anymore this is this is we're talking about Christianity we're talking about this 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 man Jesus uh, so there's this very odd juxtaposition a lot of people are confused so i think yeah while that's kind of funny it's also like yeah, it is a bit confusing. Let's talk about this, you know, like let's let's create some clarity here. Another reason, yeah, I want to talk about this is is because of the apparently miraculous nature of things. There's a guy on Twitter. It's actually it's actually Shylin. Uh he posted uh a thread on Twitter about the um about the album. So you got to check it out, but one of the things he says is he was just thankful to God that he's still in the business of saving. Shylin says he takes blasphemous lips and turns them into instruments for his praise. And that's what we see, you know, like, yeah, we see this man who, what would you say, Ethan? He had, he had like one album that wasn't tagged as explicit up until Only now. Only one, yep. yeah. exactly. So like, this is a man who um, is, is like the, the, you could say a, a poster child of just uh, blasphemous living. And yet there's this huge noticeable shift. We got to talk about it. Mm. Um, and so the interesting thing is, is that a lot of people have been pointing out that, oh, but Kanye West has been talking about religion in his albums since the very beginning. Yep. He has many, many songs that are based around concepts of belief. Yep. Um, and so what do you, what do you think about the fact that people are saying, oh, well, he was already a Christian. What's so different about this? He's talked about God in songs before. Talking about God and praising God are two very different things. So that's, that's one thing you can make reference to Jesus. Yep. You can use that name. But if you're if you're using it in a way that's not consistent with what the Bible teaches, then that's not really the the biblical historical Jesus. Mm. So you could I mean I could say anything about Ethan, right? But that doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean I'm even loving you, right? And so when Kanye and or a lot of other rappers are referencing God, uh, a lot of the times it's kind of it's it's this very culturally muddled view of God that oftentimes is not biblical. And you know it may have a little bit of truth, but a lot of uh not truth a lot of lies even you know mixed in uh so so this album is noticeably different mm -hmm. uh the last song right jesus is lord a paraphrase of philippians 2 11 i think it is you know like this is straight out the bible he's making references to the bible you're talking about we're the sons of abraham you know from john chapter 8 uh, and who the son sets free is free indeed and, and and he and he's making a point not to be blasphemous on this album so He's not just talking about God anymore. Yeah, he's he is, but he he's he's making music to worship this God, to worship Jesus. So there's mm -hmm. a noticeable difference. And so before this album came out, would I think both of you mentioned neither of you really listened to Kanye before this came out? I, at least Jordan did. Pierce, did you did you uh, mention? Yeah. So being a little bit older, I, I mean, <laughs> just be honest. Like I grew up with Kanye. Um, like. I remember I was thinking about this and like my first song that I, I can remember listening to Kanye was Jesus Walks. Uh, and, you know, that is talking about Jesus and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I remember that. 
Um, there's, you know, Graduation. Uh, there's, a, you know, <laughs> there's a bunch of songs. Uh, you know, like Gold Digger was, like, a big song for me. Like, I remember, like, uh, Touch the Sky with Lupe Fiasco. That's, like, mm-hmm. one of my favorite, like, throwback songs from that time. Um, so I remember, like, I really enjoyed Kanye. I would probably say up until he did Yeezus. So, like, it was college, or it would be college dropout, graduation, um, shoot, what's the other album? Uh, 808 and Heartbreaks. That was a really good album. Uh, and so, like, I had those, like, those, like, albums I love from him because I think that's where he was on the rise. But then he kind of, when it, when it was Yeezus, uh, it's kind of like he went, as probably we would say, the, he went on the crazy train yeah. by, by, our, by our views. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, after that, I didn't really listen to him. And then, like, obviously, you know, he, in the recent years he came out with life of pablo and uh he even even was saying that was going to be like a gospel album back then Hmm. and you know and you have two songs or you have a song and then like a part one part two so you got ultralight beam that has chance the rapper that laid within that talks about god and then you have you know father stretch my hands part one and part two which doesn't have the best language in it but like it is like you know father stretch my hands like he's like trying to talk about god and within that um but like so it's kind of like it seems that he was going towards this direction of Jesus is King, like from a while ago. Um, I, I enjoy Ultralight Beam though, like that's one of my favorite, and I, I think Chance the Rapper's whole line on whole verse is one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I I remember Kanye, I remember Jesus Walks, and like there's even like a it's like the, I mean it's like the one of the, the only lines I really think about when I think of him is like if I talk about God, my record won't get played. But like it's one of his biggest songs of all time, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. but like you think about that and like we all three of us listening to like Christian hip hop artists, like we know who's on the radio and it's none of the people that we listen to hardly. Mm-hmm. I mean, in recent years you've had Lecrae, you know, cause he's had features with Ty Dolla Sign, Tori Kelly, you know, he's, he's had those kind of features and stuff. So he's been able to poke his head into the secular yeah, world. Sure, sure. Um, but like Kanye has been in there from the beginning. Right. And I mean, Kanye has been, honestly for like this generation growing up he's been someone who's been innovative been been someone that people have looked up to it's not just like hip-hop like he's like in clothing like and he's like at like the biggest fashion shows and like he's you know doing all this and stuff like that he's doing things within the culture um so i can see why people love kanye um but yeah i'd say like those like first couple albums i definitely listened to kanye but then whenever yeezus came out i was like yeah he's kind of gone a little crazy so yeah Mm -hmm. And so when when you first heard, I, I'm gonna react to this one actually. Yeah, yeah, when you it. first heard that he was making a gospel album, what did you think? And so when I when I first heard just the even the fact that it's like, oh, Kanye is making a gospel album, I I was I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I was very much in the court of people that I'm thinking are wrong now. And when yeah, yeah, I yeah. was thinking, uh, eh, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know he, about that. Yeah. And yeah, he, so, did, he did that with Life of Pablo. Yeah, what's he gonna do now? Yeah, yeah. Sure, and sure. so I, I was very skeptical, and I listened to it, and I felt just convicted as soon as I was done. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh, this, this is real. Yeah. This is, this is not a marketing ploy to be like, Hey, I'm a Christian artist. Now this, this was a real album that came from Kanye's own soul. It really did. And I, I felt that once I listened to it and I've listened to it two or three times now. Um, and I, I again, I felt convicted. I felt bad afterwards because mm-hmm. I was like yeah. completely doubting the legitimacy of it. And yeah. um, I feel like I've, I've been swayed from that now. Um, and we'll talk about that some more here in a minute. Sure, um, but that would be my first reaction. Do either of you want to say what your first reaction was? Oh, yeah, was? dude. I'd love to. Yo, first of all, you only listened to it two or three times? Bro, <laughs> I've listened to this thing like ten times, though. Yo, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, one of my thoughts. Yo, it's, it's really interesting. I'm trying to think of the timeline. Well, uh, one of one of my favorite rappers. I cannot believe I haven't mentioned him. KB, shout out to KB. Oh, yo, yeah. Yeah. why why did you I know, say right? KB first? I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> K- KB's great. He's signed with Reach Records, uh, and he actually he actually recently came out with a podcast called Southside Rabbi. So check that out, Southside Rabbi. Um, there's a, there's a shout out for him. But uh, yeah, he had a he had a a podcast within the past few weeks, month that that was talking about this, right? And so I, it's hard to know exactly where my heart is at. But I was even talking to a brother earlier today. Um, just about how, yeah, my, my heart by default is pretty pharisaical, right? Pretty self-righteous, pretty look down my nose at others. And by God's grace, he's grown me in that. But there's still a lot of those tendencies, right? So Ethan, I think similarly, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm skeptical, right? And I've been talking to others and I'm saying, and I, you know, we've been saying like, I think there's a healthy level of skepticism to have, right? Because of Kanye's past, right? Like that's not something that we can just forget per se. However, right, we, we, we don't want, yeah, I say healthy skepticism, right? Let's remember that word healthy. Um, yeah, as opposed to just like, a, yeah, we're not going to give this guy a chance. We're not going to give him benefit of the doubt. We're not going to give him any grace here. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was listening to this podcast and he and, and KB was basically saying things like this. Like, yeah, like, why are we not giving this brother grace? He's, he's trying to, like, he, he's, he's, he's showing some movement. The last thing that we need to do is push him away, right? We need to, like, invite him in. Like, okay, you're interested? Like, let's talk. Uh, and yeah, and then he even mentioned like Philippians one where, you know, Paul's in prison. Right. And he says, there's people who are preaching the gospel to try and spite me. And, and does Paul say, yeah, that's the worst. No, he says, okay, cool. Like you're trying to spite me. I don't care. As long as the gospel's being preached, I rejoice. And so though this isn't an exactly similar, uh, you know, you know, same situation. Uh, I think there's a pretty good parallel so, uh, so yeah, I, I've definitely been learning like, yeah, well, I need to have a, I need to be careful. I need to give grace. Like God has shown me great grace and patience. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, I think I have this weird thing where I really, really enjoy the, this, this exact moment right here where faith intersects with culture. Like, uh, I've listened to relevant podcasts, which is like, they, they like talk about the exact thing. Like they like talk about, um, just like when certain things like cross cultures and stuff like that. So for me, like, um, I remember hearing that there's a famous pastor that I follow. His name is Rich Wilkerson Jr. He's a pastor down in Florida. He married Kim and Kanye. And so like, it's like a thing. Like, so like, there's this guy who's like running a church and like he, like Kanye and Kim were like, we know what's important to us is having someone who is above the faith, like marry us. Like, so like, I've known, like, there's been like a little bit of aspect of faith within Kanye since then. So then like, I think the first thing you thought about like Sunday services was like the per- first thing. And it's like at Coachella, he's got this whole group of people. He's like on this mountain and he's like leading worship. And like, he's selling like $400 hoodies that like have Holy spirit and like written across it. And it's just like, okay, like what is he trying to like capitalize on his, on the faith? Is he trying to like use Jesus to just to sell sweatshirts and, and hoodies like, and all that kind of stuff. Right. So that was the first reaction when I saw that I was like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. And then, um, that same pastor, Rich Wilkerson, he like flew out and did a Sunday service and like preached the gospel at one of his like like sermons, and it was like really interesting to me. And then and then it's like okay, Kanye West is making a gospel album. So then it goes. I remember seeing it on the news, Kanye West is no longer making secular music. All right, <laughs> so it's like, that sounds like a headline. Yeah. It, it was. It oh, was a man. headline. Yeah, like okay, so he's now making gospel music. Okay, well we're doing we're doing two things he's we're talking it's gospel music and then there's hip-hop music like that's two different genres in my in my view of it so like they're like he's making a gospel album like when i think of gospel album i think of like 
like like the grace church like the choir grace choir like yeah. singing hymns like like all that kind of stuff like i think of that culture when i think of gospel when i think of hip-hop which is what he did he made a hip-hop album that just happens to talk about jesus on it and like mm. all that kind of stuff that's the way i'm viewing this album he's making this album so then it was like all right he's doing this thing because because then i remember the the podcast talking about it they they posted like kim kim his wife posted this like picture of the track list so then and then she said like September whatever. And <laughs> yeah, it was like, yeah, everyone's like freaking out. Like the world is ending. Like Kanye's making a, a gospel album. And there's like, you know, G, like there's certain like, uh, re- like the song titles, which we're going to talk about a little bit, like are pointing towards gospel, like themes and things in the Bible. So then like everyone's like, oh my gosh, she's actually doing it. Yeah. So then we had this like, okay, it's coming out this date. Dude, that killed me. Yeah. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. then it came, then it come out. And then he's like, oh no, it's actually going to come out October 20th, whatever, 26th, 25th. It finally released. And I was like, I downloaded it, and I remember I went to with one of my buddies to Taco Bell. We were sitting there listening through it and stuff like that. And I was like, wow. I'm like, this is a thing. Like, this is happening. And, like, it's going to be, like, one of those things where it's going to be, like, do you remember where you were when Kanye West dropped the gospel album? <laughs> like, yeah. that's, like, it's, like, and, like, I hope because of this that people start to, you know, question, well, is there a God? Like, mm-hmm. if Kanye yeah, did Amen. this, like, I really hope that happens. Like, mm-hmm. um. Because we all know that Kanye has way more influence than anybody right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, hands oh, down. Absolutely. Yeah, man. We can talk about all the favorite rappers that we have that are in the Christian mm. world, but they're not They're not on radio. They're not on mainstream radio. Yeah, even so. even secular artists, though, at this point, you know, it's like, no, yeah, yeah, Kanye is like, even in the secular world, yeah, he's a, he's a big deal. Yeah, know? so... That's um, uh, that's what's one of the things I feel bad about. It's like shout out to every single Christian hip hop yeah, artist. Yeah, they've been doing but this. But like, right? it, like yeah. this is gonna get more attention than I think their entire body of work. Yeah, and over the last decade. That's, that's rough. Th- that's the thing I was most. I, that's the thing that's most frustrating to me, is that I've been listening to guys like who are on Reach Records and like Aha, One K Few, like these guys who have been grinding for years and like they're in like they like they're putting out albums left and right and like. I, th- I can think of like What Up RG and like 1K Few, like guys who mm-hmm. I listen to who've been putting out music ever since they signed to a major label. But because they are a Christian hip hop artist, mm-hmm. the secular world's like, we don't want to listen to you. And then you have Kanye West, who, you know, honestly, that's awesome. It's great. He's, he's did like, if you true, if this is real, like, honestly, praise God for him making that life decision. But now he's just been catapulted into this now spotlight and. All, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a little bit of like jealousy from some people in the in the hip hop world who are just like. So he makes a transformation. Now mm-hmm. everybody is like, he's the greatest thing ever. Like yeah. we make we make like. I think there was something uh, interesting. He was on Jimmy Kimmel and he was like, <laughs> yeah. And, and this was really interesting. He brought him up on stage and he was like, you know, you had these Sunday services and so like you're making church cool for like younger people who people don't think church is cool, and he was like. Nah, I was like, I'm just doing what God's calling me to do. Like, I'm just having these services. Now, I don't know what the services entail because right. I've never been to one. I've only seen videos of them. Right. Uh, is someone preaching, you know, gospel? Is someone, you know, is, is there truth being preached? I hope so. Um, but yeah, it's, and he was like, and then even on, a, on the flip side of that, Jimmy Kimmel was like, so are you a Christian music artist now? And he like looks at him and he's like, <laughs> yeah, I love this. I'm a Christian everything. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's yeah, the most are. Kanye thing you could yeah, ever that was, say. Yeah. That was beautifully <laughs> handled. Like, I do not know how I would respond to that. That was beautifully handled. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, but let's, let's just get into it. Cause I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself. Do you have thoughts on the project overall? Jordan, we'll start with you. Yeah, yeah bro. Thanks. 
Yo, let me pull up the uh, the track list here so I can kind of, you know, look over it, reminisce. <laughs> mm. Man, oh, yeah, do, do I have thoughts overall? Yeah, um, as I've listened to it more, I've just appreciated it altogether. Mm. Yeah, here's a thought. Listening to it all the way through is helpful. To, to understand Kanye's heart, I think, uh, and you could, you know, make this argument really about any any work of art, any music, right, any album. You got to listen to it all together. Uh, dude, you could even make this argument about the Bible, you know, like as you, you, can, you can take a verse out of context, right? But like when you read the Bible all together, yep. you know, then, then things are going to make more sense. Obviously, don't hear me saying this album is <laughs> at the same level as the Bible, but, but a similar concept in that, like you got to listen to this all the way through. And, and, and you'll get a holistic view of, uh, I think, where Kanye's heart is at. Uh, so that's kind of a, yeah, thought overall. Another thought, uh, yeah, like, theologically, it's not perfect, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Um, and, and, like, once again, Shylin, shout out to him, his, his, his Twitter thread. You got to check it. But he basically says, like, justification comes before sanctification, right? So, like even though this album's not perfect theologically, and you see some old Kanye in it, if you will, you know, you're like, oh, there's some things like, I don't know how I feel about that. But nonetheless, there is a marked change mm-hmm. uh, in this project compared to his others. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, the, the, I mean, the powerful moment is opening up with, you know, his Sunday service group, and like, it's it's like this big... Yeah, just like this. <laughs> it's so good. Wait, what was that again? One more time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that was powerful. Um and I and so that was just really interesting to me. And so I was watching in preparation for this. Um, I was prepared. Uh, <laughs> love you, Ethan, for being prepared. Uh, I was watching his interview with uh, Zane Lowe, which is on Apple Music's on Beats One Radio. And he he openly said like he he like he's he's a new believer. Like he started like this journey in April, so it's not hasn't been that long. And you can tell on the album that it's. And I think uh, What Up RG actually tweeted about it. Like, he was, like, on this album, you, he's a baby Christian. Like, and he, he was, like, comparing, like, himself to Kanye in a sense of, like, when I became a Christian and started doing the music thing, I was just trying to rap as much as I can. And, like, all the truth that I was getting, I was trying to just put into the words. Um, and there's some truth on on here for sure. Like, I mean, like, raising your, your children up in the faith, like, hold hands and pray. Like, he – and, like, I think the biggest thing is, like uh, – which was one of my favorite songs, Close on Sunday, like the line about Chick-fil-A. Like oh he he's goodness. understanding Christian culture. Like and he's got one of the smoothest lines of all time with You're my number one with the lemonade. Oh like come on, God. like come on. It's clever. <laughs> I, I thought it was clever and even at the end just a Chick-fil-A Like it's just like it you know, like for him to do that though, like when I when I heard the song when I heard him talk about Chick-fil-A, I was like he gets Christian culture. Like Chick-fil-A is a predominantly like Christian thing. Like in, in culture, it, it is like in our culture. Like, I mean, we complain about it all the time that Chick-fil-A is an hour away. Like we always want Chick-fil-A, like all that kind of stuff. He looked up some Christian meme pages before he made the album. <laughs> he did his research. Yeah, exactly. So like, I mean, it, like, like Jordan said, I think he nailed it on the head, like theology wise. Like, yeah, there's some things that are like, ah, like that kind of thing, but he's referencing scripture He's yeah. not like blaspheming in any way. Amen. Yeah. And so like that's like I think that's the biggest like thank thank God that he did not like blaspheme mm-hmm. on this album or like lead people astray. But um like within his interview, he like he, he tells Zane Lowe's like I'm no longer a slave, I'm a son of God. Like I'm here on this earth now to create and to inspire. And like 
um, he's he's referring to himself as a Christian innovator, which is you know I was that's the thing. It's like we're gonna sit, we're all gonna be sitting here, and we're like if we could all like meet back up in a year and be, see like what Kanye has done, it's been like really interesting. It would be really interesting to see just to see like what comes out of this and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm still listening to it. I still want to listen to it a couple more times and really dissect it and listen to the lyrics and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean. It's, it's it's still like mind boggling that we are sitting in a room talking about Kanye West's gospel rap oh, album yeah. Jesus is King. There's something. So, and so, do you guys have some favorite songs from the album? Well, let, let's just go. Tell us your favorite song, not favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Just give me one. Just if you had to pick one, give me your one favorite. I talked about clothes on Sunday, but I also really like Hands On mm-hmm. because he goes straight at the Christian community. Um, it talks about how. Uh, they'd be the first one to judge me and talk about like talking about the Christians and like, and he talks about how like he came out and said this announcement. I mean, if, if Jordan, if you have the lyrics, I don't know if you can pull them up, but like, he's like, they'd be the first one to judge me. It's like, yes, it, that's true. Cause that happens. Like we, we've seen it time and time again. Like, mm-hmm. um, and so that one, like to me, Kanye's saying like, listen, I heard all that you were saying about me. And like, but this is like a real thing that I'm doing. Like, I'm truly like wanting to live for God. Um, so that one, I I'd also really enjoy that. And that one, just because he had, he actually addresses like real life, like what is going on in his life, and like what was going on in like culture, and like everyone's saying whenever they heard this news about him doing that. So probably hands on for me. So yeah, random random observation. Let's not forget that Kenny G's on this album. Oh anyway, my gosh. anyway, um, yeah, uh, yeah. Woo! What's what's my what's my favorite song? Yeah, I'll try and keep this short and sweet. Uh, right now, and this is very apt to change. Man, I there's only what eleven songs. Yeah, 10, I think 10 or 11? it's only twenty seven minutes total. I think follow sure. God. I think I got to say yeah. follow God just because man, yeah, I can ride to that. But yeah, for the sake of time. We'll stick with that. So. I'm, I'm gonna agree with you. The beat goes hard <laughs> in "Follow God." Oh, yeah, um, I, yeah, that's that's you probably my favorite smile one. While you oh yeah, you oh yeah, smile. Oh, it's man. beautiful. Yeah. All right, so like you were saying with hands on, that's a great segue into our next question, which is what have you seen from the Christian community and what have you seen from the secular community in terms of reactions to this? Uh, 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 yeah, I'll go. I've been more following like the Christian hip hop community and like what they're saying and like I think I saw Shylin's like where you're talking about his his thread. I haven't read through it all. I need to read it again. Um, but I haven't seen too much from the non community, um, which which doesn't say that I haven't looked. But yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is pray. Like people praying for him, like hoping that this life change is like a real thing. Um, and then I know like uh, one one another artist we haven't talked about who is dope uh, is Swoop. Swoop came out with an album. It came out with a song. He covered one of Kanye's songs. I don't know what? which one it is. Yeah, it's called and it's praying for Kanye. We'll have to listen to it after this. It's on his Instagram, yeah. so I'll pull it up whenever we're done. But go definitely listen to it. Um, but like talking about praying for him, uh, and and honestly, like what like that's what we need to do as Christians. Uh, but yeah, I I know I just saw on um on on Twitter or whatever that he's wanting to go on tour like right now like he's wanting to take oh, like he's bro. wanting to do his like Sunday services and like wow. you, also can you like imagine how how much those tickets are gonna cost like they're gonna be a lot of money but yeah he makes a reference to why stuff so expensive <laughs> in one of his songs yeah and so like I mean um like I I really that would be really cool if he came to this area because I oh, really yeah. would love to go see that um and see honestly what it's about but yeah I mean the Christian community especially the hip hop community has just been like embracing him. 
um, and just like, you know, saying, praying for him and hoping that this is true, um, which I think all of us want to hope that is true. Um, and I also see a lot of people are comparing his, comparing this to Paul and in the sense of God can take whoever he wants and allow, and and allow like that person to like be, be used by God. And like, that's, and I'm, I'm not trying to compare Kanye to, to Paul by any sense, but it's, it's, it is an example of Paul who persecuted Christians, killed Christians, you know, was as far left as possible back then has a radical encounter with Jesus. And, you know, he is now one of the people who we look up to as, as believers. He wrote two thirds of the new Testament. Um, so if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have most of the new Testament. So people were like, it's kind of the same way of someone who everyone thought was far gone, could never come back to the faith has come. Okay. So what do we do with him now? (laughs) Like, what do we do with this as Christians, as believers? Um, but yeah, it's it's just been a crazy like roller coaster and like it's like it's all happened and like over the weekend and he's been on these talk shows and has these interviews and talking about these things. Uh, but yeah, I I don't know what's happened within the non community uh, as much as the Christian community. But I'd really like to to probably do some research on that. So yeah, from what I've seen, uh, iTunes is a very interesting place because you go to those reviews and they are polarized. You know, you got some people. Saying this album's great, you know this is this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then on the other half, well, I don't, I, I'm saying half. I mean, you know, who knows what the ratios are? But you got people saying this is this is literally this is absolute garbage. Like th- like like it's only like my ears are bleeding. <laughs> you know, like, I miss the old Kanye. Yeah, yeah I miss the old Kanye. <laughs> we miss, yeah. Someone someone said something like it's pretty insensitive. It's like we miss the old medicated Kanye or something. Like whoa, like calm down. But yeah, so exactly things like that. And I think I think of Jesus's words. I, I pull this up. John fifteen nineteen, Jesus says to his disciples, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Mm. And what I see right now is uh, I see the world hating Kanye. And uh, though that's obviously not necessarily something to rejoice in in and of itself, I think that that is, uh, that is a, a compelling piece of evidence that his conversion is genuine in that mm-hmm. the world a lot of people are hating on this guy, saying this is absolute garbage. Former Kanye fans, right, are like, garbage. Uh, like, stop this. Uh, and I think that's because they're angry because Jesus is Lord. Jesus is King is being proclaimed, and the world hates that message. So. Mm-hmm. Um, just, a, just a quick tidbit from the secular community, a, a piece that I found. Uh, Burger King had something to say about <laughs> Kanye West, uh, specifically the song Closed on Sunday, uh, oh, which... Gosh they decided to put out a tweet that was all lowercase, just open on Sunday. Oh, my <laughs> word. Burger King has thrown down the gauntlet. Dude, I love, I love on a side note, I love some fast foods on Twitter. Just, like, the amount of beef that they have, like, Wendy's, like, Burger oh, King. beef. <laughs> like, the beef. Pun intended. Like, it's just, like, yeah, but, I mean, kudos to Burger King for, like, capitalizing on it. But. Burger King and Wendy's always bringing the super hot fire <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, now that we've talked a little bit about the Christian and secular community's reaction, how do you think that we as believers, as a Christian community, how do we move forward with this? Because this, this is huge. This is an unprecedented event, I feel like, in Christian culture, especially, you know, since in I've been world. alive. Yeah. In the world. Um, and in, it, like, it is the biggest event in Christian hip hop ever. I feel like just maybe calling it too early, but it's pretty massive. <laughs> yeah, it's big. Yeah. 
Um, so how do we move forward as believers with this, this album now? Three things. Three things come to mind. Number one, and I, and, and I don't know if regret's maybe too strong of a word, but in, in, the, in the midst of this podcast, maybe I haven't mentioned enough uh, like God's hand in this, God's sovereignty, God's glory, right? So, so number one, glorify God. <laughs> uh, remember what the Christian life is about. It is about proclaiming that Jesus is king, right? Philippians 2.11. What Kanye gets better than a lot of us even is that every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. You know, up in up in Times Square, um, you know, they were advertising the album and it said, Jesus is King up in Times Square. Like, yo, like we would never anticipate that. And that is just one just glimpse we get, I think, into seeing God's sovereignty. There's nothing, no one's stopping him. He can do what he wants when he wants. He does whatever he pleases. And he is pleased to use Kanye, this man who has a lot of reach, to flex on his son Jesus saying Jesus is king in a place that you would not expect. In, in the same place where there's been porn ads, right? No, now, there, now, now there's this album saying Jesus, Jesus is king. So, so number one, how do we move forward as Christians? Let us praise God. Let us thank him. Let us remember that we are here for his glory. And, and Kanye's done, I think, a pretty good job of, of, of communicating his heart to do that. Number two, we pray. You pray. You pray in thanksgiving to God. You pray for Kanye. Uh, he is under a lot of pressure. Whether you think he's truly converted or not, you pray that if you don't think he is, that he will be, and that if he is, that he will grow in the faith and that he will stand firm because, yeah, every single movement he makes is under the spotlight and he's imperfect, right? <laughs> Just like us. And so you you, you got to pray for this man um, and you got to love him in whatever way you can. Likely you don't, you don't, know him personally so you pray for this man and you pray that god will keep him and grow him and that way he would provide him with godly men to walk alongside him third last thing i think use this as an opportunity mm. to preach the gospel to evangelize tomorrow i get to go to a high school i go to uh during lunch I go during lunch on on mondays and 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 it's a public high school yep God has given this opportunity to me on a silver platter. I can go up to these kids who may or may not believe in God and say, hey, what do you think of this album, Jesus is King? That's right there for me. And, and, and that is a beautiful opportunity that God has given us. Let us not waste this. Do not waste this easy opportunity. God is, God is giving this to us. So use that. Those are some thoughts. Uh, yeah, for me, I think I kind of want to like do a little bit of a rewind with like, so... A couple of years ago, you know, we had Chance the Rapper, and, you know, he came out with Coloring Book, and on that, like, he talks about faith and talks about God and talks, you know, it's a great album. Um, and so I remember the conversations of, like, Chance is making Jesus cool again. Chance is making church cool again and, like, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's great that someone with that kind of a platform is able to, you know, bring people always or bring the conversation up about church, about faith, um, about uh, Christ, about Jesus, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so now you have someone like Kanye West who has influence, who has said, you know, I'm no longer a slave. I'm a son of God. Uh, it is powerful. I think it just reminds me that God can use anyone. And I know we all have people in our lives that we think are too far gone, that there's no hope for them. Uh, we see them just fall into temptations and, you know, go down the wrong path. But Kanye is a perfect example, honestly, of 
someone who can turn around uh, and, you know, follow God and follow Jesus. Um, so I think Jordan honestly hits hits every single one of those points correct, yes. Um, but I think for people, I think especially people who are, like, in with, within inner city ministries who have the, um, like, the influence where they're at, like, kids listen to, like, people like Kanye West, Jay-Z, Chance the Rapper, because they look up to them. And now people can go into those communities and use this album to bring up the gospel. And he's like, listen, like, I, I like tomorrow, like, Jordan, I know you're probably super excited yeah. to go to, to that high school and, like, be like, listen, you guys listen to Jesus is King. Like, have those conversations because now it's a great segue. Like, it's something that you can do. Um, so I, I want us just to make sure we use this as an opportunity. And he uses this, Kanye uses it as an opportunity for people to come and know Christ. Like, if he's going to go around and start touring with these Sunday services, like, I hope people come all from all over to come see him. I mean, like Billy Graham. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, you, you talked to some people who are older today, and they, they came to faith because of Billy Graham. Like, what if we honestly saw, this is crazy to say, but we saw people rise up and come to faith because of Kanye West. Hey, l- l- let, me, let, me, uh, let me edit that. Because of God's work through Kanye West, yes, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yes, you. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, but, like, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's just weird. It's, it's such a weird thing to talk about. Because <laughs> um, we, we, we know what he's gone through. We know he, what he's said and stuff like that. And, and I would also encourage anybody to, to watch, like, all the interviews that he's done. Because, like, he gets real honest. Like, mm-hmm. he was talking about in the Zane Lowe interview, like, how he found a Playboy magazine when he was five years old. And that's what got hooked on pornography. And ever since then, like, that's something he's been addicted to. Um, and, like, because of God's transformation in his life, he's been free to that. Um, so like he talks about that. Um, it's like two hours long, just like this as a forewarning, but, um, but yeah, it's, it as believers on, on a Christian campus, like you have, like, if this is real, like pray, like, and hope that it happens. And I really hope, I really, really hope at one of these chapels, one of like, while we're all coming in and we're all leaving, honestly, that we play Jesus is King. Cause like, honestly we can play it now. Like, yeah, we can play some Kanye. Now. I was like, because I was, I tweeted about this, and I have a buddy who's in ministry back home at my home church, and he loves Kanye. And like, now he can play Kanye in his lobbies while students come in. And like, a student who gets invited by his friend who has nothing to do with, with, with God or with Jesus comes into those doors, and he hears Kanye's bumping in the lobby. Like, he's going to be more open to like, hopefully, what, what's going to be preached at that service. So, I mean, the doors that are just opening for people now to have that conversation is really great. And it's really interesting, too, if, I, like I said, I like social media. So, like, I follow some, like, well-known pastors. And, like, one of them's like, really good friends with, uh, gosh, I'm blanking on one of the Kardashians. Name. Not Kim, not Chloe. No, Courtney. Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> like, there's, like, like there's they posted an Instagram. Like, they were at, like, a birthday party. And, like, Courtney Kardashian was there, like, hanging out with them. So like they have influence and like people and like they're it's not like we see these these celebrities and we see the way they live and there's like there's no way they could come to know Jesus. But there's people who are around them who they're surrounding themselves with that have that influence. There's pastors, there's preachers, there's performers, there's you know, all that kind of stuff. So uh to for us to say that someone is too far gone is outrageous. And yeah. so we we've seen this. It's right. it's Kanye West, uh and we ho- and I hope and I pray that people will consider if maybe if they grew up in the church and have left and or any kind of like that, like reconsider hearing these words and being like, wow, like I actually haven't talked, like I haven't talked about my faith. I haven't thought about my faith in a long time. Like maybe I need to revisit church again. Right. Um, 
so yeah, I there's like so much I could keep saying, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just just pray for him and yeah. don't be afraid to have the conversation and don't be afraid to push back either. Like that's something that I've learned. Like if someone doesn't agree with you, don't just like shun them and like say no way, like I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like have that conversation. Like mm-hmm. if someone's like I don't believe Jesus I don't believe Jesus did anything in Kanye's life, then start having a conversation like about it. Um so that that's something I feel like at Grace we're afraid to do is have that pushback. Like what's we want to talk about things and we have, which is good, but we have, want some pushback as well. Like people like disagreement is not a bad thing. Like um so if you don't agree with what Kanye is doing, like let's have a conversation about it. Like I'll take you down to light rail and we'll talk about it. Uh but yeah, it's just been really interesting this past 48 hours of what happens and what's transpired. So yeah, and one more thing. Let's not forget when we look at the Kardashians and Kanye and we say, "Wow, there is no way you know God could save someone like them." That's us. We're just not in the spotlight. So let's let's humble ourselves and remember, yeah, like there's no way any of us can be saved apart from God's grace. You know, we're lost and dead in our sins. He's the one who made us alive in Christ. So for any of us who are Christians, that is solely because of God's grace. Whether you're Kanye or whether you're Ethan or Pierce or Jordan or someone that nobody does know. So remember that. That's awesome stuff. Awesome stuff, guys. Um, well, thank you so much, first of all, for coming in. I was so glad that I got to be able to talk to you guys about this and, Likewise, and hash it out, man. This is a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. I have to I give shout to outs, but you go oh, first. Yeah. No, you go no, first. No, I have to shout out uh, OG Buffalo Gal. Uh, I had to shout out Lauren Skaggs and Millie Snyder because they told me that I had to. So hopefully if they listen to this podcast, they get to this point. But also, if even if you cut this out, I won't be mad. So. I would like to shout out my mom and Kanye West. Kanye, if you're listening to this, know that you are loved and being prayed for. And my name is Jordan Weimer. I have Facebook. I I don't have any other social media, though. So maybe email me. I'm a Grace College student in Winona Lake, Indiana. All right. Peace to you. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, man, peace. Every knee shall bow. Jesus is Lord